This is Kelly Blewett. I'm joined by Julia Coots, author of The Rib Joint, a memoir in essays, which was published by Red Hen Press in 2019. Julia wrote parts of this memoir while a doctoral student at the University of Cincinnati. She is now an assistant professor of creative nonfiction at the University of Southern Florida. Welcome, Julia. Thank you, Kelly. I'm excited to be meeting with you and talking to you about the book. So tell us a little bit about The Rib Joint. So yeah, I started writing the book while I was at the University of Cincinnati. And so I was writing the individual essays before it actually became a collection. So some of the essays within the collection sort of came after I realized, okay, these things are sort of fitting together in a way. Then what am I going to add to make connections between certain essays or have echoes that happened in one essay that might be in another essay as well? So yeah, the book predominantly is, I mean, it's a collection of essays, but it is like a memoir as well, but it doesn't move chronologically through a certain period of my life. So it kind of goes back and forth. So I grew up in South Carolina in a smaller town. And so some of it is about growing up and having questions about my own sexuality, growing up in the church and having questions in relationship to that and questions with religion and then questions that sort of evolved after that in college. So that sort of time frame was some childhood things, adolescence, and moving in through college. I really see it as kind of a, a coming-of-age memoir, too, about that sort of recognition of yourself over time as a queer person in the South. And you went to a small kind of Christian college, and the title, The Rib Joint, comes from a simultaneous sort of gesture toward the religious symbol of the rib joint being what was taken out of Adam, you know, to make Eve, but also a place that you worked right out of college, which was literally a rib joint back in South Carolina, right? Yeah, in my hometown. And again, I've been working on and trying to write something about that experience of working at this particular restaurant and moving back to my hometown after college. But then thinking all these sort of things about, okay, this is actually connected like metaphorically to questions about religion and mythology um, and these creation stories and what happens thinking about my own identity and creation of self and questions about myself, as you say, as like a queer person growing up, particularly like in the South. I want to give you a chance to read us a little bit from the book, but this might be a really good moment to just pause since we're talking about the rib joint and the time of your life that you wrote it to kind of reference the cover of the book, which also features a rib cage, but inside there are flowers. And I know that this was an image that you created. And I wondered if you could speak a little bit about why you felt like this image was the right one to sort of open up the collection. Yeah, so it was a collage of these different images that I found. So I was interested in these prints of different flowers and then like old botanical prints. And then the rib cage itself came from a medical book, some type of print too. And so particularly I picked flowers that are connected for me to the landscape of the South, particularly to where I grew up. There's one essay in the book called azalea. I'm thinking about the sort of symbolism of that particular flower. But there's other, these other flowers and images that were important to me, like growing up and just feel kind of central to that kind of landscape. And so I wanted some of those two to be kind of like hidden behind part of the bones there in the ribs, but also kind of coming out. They're not contained to that particular structure, but yet they're coming from that structure. 
And I was just thinking about the rib cage itself, how it's part of the body that is both protecting like our vital organs, um, like the heart and the lungs, but also the shape of it. It sort of feels like an open shape. And also I wanted that image, as you say, to be thinking about these creation stories connected with the idea of like Adam and Eve and like getting the rib from Adam. And, and so I wanted those images at the forefront of the book too. I really love the image. And to me, it seems really compelling because there's a tension between the ribs holding the flowers back, but also protecting them. And that seems like a tension that shows up again and again in these different essays as we are nurtured by the places we're from, but also constrained by them in some different ways. And yet they're also like inside of us. So what would you like to read to us from the book? I'm just going to read the very beginning of the titular essay, The Rib Joint. So I'm just going to read a really short section of that. An octopus protects itself by hiding in plain sight, lacking both an internal and external skeleton, and with thousands of pigment-changing cells just below the surface of its skin. In disguise, it can change not only its color, but also its texture and shape. An octopus can blend in with almost anything. Rough head of coral, spiny polyp cluster, tunicate-ridden side of a sunken ship. As two University of California Berkeley biologists discovered, one species of octopus disguises itself by wrapping its six arms around its body and walking backwards on its two legs. Another octopus coils its two front arms and raises them in a pose that somewhat resembles algae. Without a rib cage to protect its three hearts, one particular species known as the mimic octopus can shape shift into a sea snake, flounder, or lionfish. I disguised myself for years. I hid in plain sight. In college, my best friend Kate and I slept together in a small twin bed as if inside a jar. It didn't seem possible that we could both fit so comfortably. We locked the door to her bedroom as if sealing a lid, making sure no one could get inside. Unlike the octopus, curiously able to open and escape a sealed container, I could not imagine such openness. I could not imagine coming out, not in the South, not at 19. Thank you. So I wanted to give you a chance to talk a little bit about what it's been like to share this book with readers. It came out in 2019, so it's fairly new, but you've read it at a number of different colleges and you've read it to Southern audiences. What has the reception been like? One thing that I wasn't sort of expecting that's been a real gift going in and reading it at different colleges is there's a lot of younger queer people that come up to me after the reading and they're like, oh, this particularly spoke to me. Or I also grew up in a particular religious community and connected with these experiences that you're describing. I was kind of anxious to read in my hometown, particularly a lot of the people that came to the reading were people that I grew up with, like family, friends. But actually, it was really funny because every place that I meant there to be, this moment of humor, which I've read the pieces at other places, people have not necessarily laughed. But every time when I read that there, you know, a lot of these people are like my parents' age. They were like laughed at every moment where it was like meant to be funny. So that was also really great. Part of it was they understood and knew some of the experiences that I was talking about or the places I was referencing 
But other things, you know, I don't know whether it's a certain thing you would understand if you were in this particular town in the South or what it was, but that was really nice. Also just, I think, opened up certain conversations with family members or friends that I sort of realized, oh, I actually haven't talked about certain things with certain people. You know, I think a lot of times as writers, we're writing about these things and feel like, oh yes, we've shared these things with people, but actually maybe you haven't actually talked about that just sat down and had a conversation about it. I feel open on the page in a different way that I feel open just speaking one-on-one with someone. So it's been really nice to kind of have that sort of varied exchanges with people, both people that I don't know and also close friends and family. And it seems like that's a really wonderful juxtaposition to what you just read, where at 19, you couldn't imagine that openness. And now your own words are making space for it. Yeah, no, and that is something too, I think that in reading these particular pieces, sort of realizing, okay, I couldn't imagine reading these pieces when I was 19, 18. I couldn't imagine ever reading that. And sitting there in front of family members and and friends, but yeah, that was a very emotional experience. Well, Julia, thank you so much for coming in and sharing a little bit about your book, The Rib Joint, A Memoir and Essays. Thank you so much for having me, Kelly. It's been great talking. I've been talking with Julia Coots, author of The Rib Joint. More information on this title can be found on our website, wvxu.org slash around Cincinnati. I'm Kelly Blewett.